So number 28 of Anarchy in Space. That was a vacuum sucking out the word space, if you didn't know. <laughs> I was uh, trying to think if you were trying to do a uh, impersonation of a didgeridoo. I was actually trying to do a uh, an impersonation of your mom when she came over last night, but snap. Oh, torched, burnt. It's a good thing we're in space, otherwise the air around me would have caught fire as hot as that was. Apply cool water to that burn. Anyways, I am Nikki B here, as always, with Eric Heiler. How are we doing today, Eric? Oh, we'd be doing okay. You survived the burning. Yes. Need some calamine lotion, maybe. Take care of the itching. Yes. Nice little ice cube. So we are talking about the episode Triple Point, which is episode five of season three of The Expanse. Good old season three. And this is, to me, like, it's it's a good episode, but it's such a throwaway episode because I know what comes on the next episode and I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> but why don't you uh, get us started? What are we, what, what's going on in the world of The Expanse this week? All right. So uh, this episode opens up with the, uh, the Rasanate and the, uh, and the other ship, the Razorback. And uh, Officer Rala has to uh, come clean to Holden that she wants a proto-molecule sample as well. And uh, he tries to explain. He's like, look, I tried saving the world before. I only made it worse. This is definitely just going to make it worse type of thing. Uh, Naomi comes clean about why she gave the uh, protomolecule sample to the belt and kind of let out that she's got a little boy out there somewhere named Philip, which is kind of an eye opener. Uh, is he a little boy, do you think? Little boy, teenager, who knows? Oh, I mean, I do know because I've read the books, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's way down the pipe before any of that becomes relevant, luckily. Right. But uh, it's always some kind of secret with Naomi. I mean, it, it, does it begin to feel like it's a belter thing or is it just her thing? I don't know. I guess part of it is a belter thing. Everyone kind of plays everything close to the vest. But with her, she seems to, you know, her secrets have secrets type of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not only that you were OPA and bombing <laughs> things. You were also OPA and had a child with somebody. So Right. That you told nobody about. <laughs> so she's apparently not winning any Mother of the Year awards. Is that what the, what this all means? Yeah, pretty much. Weird. She's been out on the ship a long time to not be worried about that kid. That's very true. You know, just fucking around with Holden. I know he's a cute guy and all, but I mean, come on, you got a kid somewhere. Kind of mommy brain is that? <laughs> I've seen her naked, and I just want to point out that congratulations on having a kid with that body there, Naomi. <laughs> you done did good. No stretch marks. Fantastic. Nice. Use the cocoa butter and everything. I, I, isn't there a funny line with Officer Holland here? He's like, she's like, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm never going to like yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, saying something about, uh, you know, good coffee will uh, will heal the world. And, you know, Holden was like, uh, yeah, I just need it to fix my day. So. <laughs> Only thing I look forward to in the morning. I love the, I love all the Holden coffee jokes. Oh, good Lord. So, the well, thing that I'm most surprised that happens is, so somebody actually does pass along Aaron, Wright, Aaron Wright's recording, huh? Yep. I thought for sure he was going to be a piece of shit and not do it, but... Yeah, apparently he did. And uh, it was kind of funny. As soon as he turns over to the recording and the uh, the Martian Admiral Captain or whoever she is, she watches it. She's like, like, yeah, we have no idea if this is just... 
something to feed us a BS line, have us go chasing our tails or set us up or something. Well, and, and, it, be, and it becomes a point of contention between the captain and her first man. Yeah. And like literally right up until the very moment where, you know, it ends of the episode and she's like, she does it. She follows through and she, I, I, you, you get the point that like the exception of the people that have power games in mind, nobody wants this war. Right. Like everyone wants to avoid it at all costs. And if there's any hope of that, like, I don't know, like there's really a lot in it for that captain to do that. I mean, they're almost destined to die anyways. You might as well kill as many as you can going down the way things are looking. But right. You know, it's a, I mean, you're glad she does take that moment to do it. But what is the name of that captain, by the way? Did they ever give you one? Is that, uh, uh, let's see. I got no. Nguyen is the other guy. I was trying to see if they name him here on the show notes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could probably look it up, but that well, not that incredibly important. She's just a a very transitory part of an a very important moment. So yeah, although that first mate did have a pretty good line. Uh, as after the uh, the Martians say yes, uh, the Martian Marine uh, defector Bobby is on there, and then uh, we saw Christian Avasarella, and then the first mate goes, "Who else was on the on board this ship? The Tooth Fairy." I mean, you, you do have to like the question is why the hell are all of these people in the same place in the middle of space? <laughs> like, it's like, did you dose yourself with mushrooms before you get on there? What's going on here? Usually, it's a James James Holden, Bobby Draper, Avasarella. Like, what? It's like a who's who of <laughs> just everything that's going on. Yeah, like everyone that's possibly like wanted in space ever is all in this one place. So we've been talking a lot about how Mao, you get his character is waffling so much in this series, right? And I think we 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 kind of we get the final nail in his coffin, so to speak. I feel like. When he gets a message from the the young boy, what is was the boy's name? Uh, Katoa. Katoa, that's right. And all of a sudden, Katoa, yeah, lets them know that the building on Venus is done. Yeah, the proto molecule has made him grow up a little bit too. So if you're watching very carefully, that's not a little boy in the in the chamber there. It's a blue freak. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they do is they rebuild you to take things apart and they rebuild them. Yep. And let's be honest, most people are just negative. They're all negative space. They're all fucking. Uh, you know, mostly made of air, <laughs> mostly made of nothing. It's always my favorite concepts and uh, like physics to grasp. It's like we are all nothing, but somehow we we have feel as though we're solid, right? So this is the moment where Mao, I said, seals nails his own coffin when he's so excited at what's going on that he immediately says, "All right, what's our next sample? Like, what, what what's coming next? We gotta we gotta make another one." Yeah, because they have a conduit with that boy to the proto molecule because he's actually talking to it. And kind of letting him know what's going on. And when he keeps talking about the work is almost finished and they know they're talking about Venus, but Mal wants to know what it is. Absolutely. And I don't think he he knows he's not going to get much more out of this one. Isn't that what something Strickland says? He's like, I think he's about cashed out. We've right. pushed him way beyond the limits. Yeah. He's like, I, I can slow down the transformation, but I can't stop it. And at this point, he's more gone than he is here. Yeah. And and what's frustrating to me is that, you know, you want to have some hope for humanity in this guy. And he's been very, very nice and sweet to Prax's daughter, May, so far. Yes. And man, oh man, is he ready to throw her ass on there and fucking jack her up with a bunch of uh, chemicals and turn her into a protomolecule monster. Yeah, you could tell there was like a brief moment of him maybe thinking twice about it. Because when he was like, yeah, the next candidate that would probably do well is May. And he kind of gets this look on his face and then he's like, well, all right, well, let's do it. You know, he might have thought yeah. about it for a second at least. Like I said, there's something human in there, but not much. Right. You know, it's it's a... Uh, 
him there is probably like the most difficult scenes in the series to watch for me because like, like you said, you want to have hope for this human being and like he, there's just not much there. I mean, he, he let it, is he going to become full on supervillain at some point? I don't know. At some point he'll turn a corner and. <laughs> what else we got going on here? We, do we, do we haven't really talked about the insurrection over on the, uh, Agatha King. Yes, the Agatha King. Sorry, there's too, too many damn ship names. Yeah. thought it was kind of funny that the Mars would name one of their ships the Hammurabi. But, uh, you know. So, uh, Souther gets the message about Aaron Wright's uh, treachery. And he, he goes up to the uh, to the bridge into CIC and uh, attempts to uh, arrest Nguyen for uh, usurping command and everything else. And there's like a little bit of a mutiny going on. But then there's uh, some close quarters combat things going on and guns changing hands and people getting shot, yeah. including Souther himself. And uh, after he had made like this uh, wide area communication to all the ships that, you know, it was basically Aaron Wright setting all this stuff up and we shouldn't really be fighting each other. And he was going to say, all right, well, we're standing now. We're not going to shoot it any Martians out here. And uh, so that's, uh, I guess, where uh, Nguyen sees his opportunity to uh, take back control of the ship. And then just starts indiscriminately. Like the, he, he, Everyone who starts defecting, he tries to call back. And when some of them don't, right. he blows up their own ships. And at which point you've got the Hammurabi, they're like, yeah, they just blew up their own ship. And, and you're like, well, <laughs> like they're firing on each other. Yeah, whatever they've got going on, I don't want to be a part of. Uh, let, they want to kill each other. Let them kill each other. <laughs> Not my problem. Right. And and I mean, I don't I don't understand when that character is. Is he knows he's going down at this point? Is that what you think it is? Uh, yeah, kind of uh, backed into a corner, and that's when animals are at their most dangerous. So I mean. There's no way for him to make it out. Does he really just? Is there no humanity in him? Like he's almost worse than Mao, as far as people go. So he's just going to kill a lot of people for no reason. He's not getting out of this. His his only end is death. Right. Like there's there's no gain. Yeah. So yeah, it's like I may be going down, but I'm taking everybody with me. So you know, he fires on his own ship, blows the fuck out of one of the UN ships. Yeah, the humanness. And eventually, he gets. I believe he gets his ability to fire shut off. And so as a last ditch effort, he fires the proto molecule monsters down on the uh the station. Yeah. And I mean is that is that actually where the end of the episode is is you just see them all firing off into the sky? Yeah, that was uh pretty much it. And the uh the crew, like Holden, Amos and uh Prax and everything are looking and seeing the missiles launch. There are they already down? do we didn't touch are they down on the down on the planet yet? Yeah, at some point they um they interrupted May's, I guess, injection of whatever it is, because everyone here is like Something has touched down and as people are, we're about to be boarded. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if that happened at the beginning of next episode or if it happens this episode. Yeah. And then uh, we see them trying to breach the door when all the missiles start firing off. And that was, uh, that was the end of the episode. It's a, uh, it's a good episode. It's, and it's, it's hard to, it's hard to give it its credit considering like knowing what comes in the next episode. Right. Like the amount of action and suspense that was in the entire first half of the season. I, I, I feel comfortable in saying the next episode is so insane of an episode that it's literally going to just trump all of it. Yeah. As I was kind of joking with uh, Nikki before we started uh, recording, it's like I, I call this the Tom <laughs> Clancy episode. So like in every uh, every Tom Clancy book, there is a large buildup of exposition of what's going on, what's about to happen. And then there's like the last few chapters is everything that happens after that. And that's it's, it's the wrap up. Definitely what it feels like. Give you everybody <laughs> their neat little bows and whatnot. Right. Well, more importantly than like wrap, because I mean, they don't wrap everything up. I don't even think in the entire series they're ever really going to wrap everything up. I, I don't get that impression. I don't know that they could. 
Right. Yeah. There's a lot of story going on here. So the last book I read, I think, takes place like a hundred years in the future. Okay. I mean, I mean, that may be an overstatement. I'm just assuming that they've gotten human life extended quite a bit, and they're all like legitimately old people in that episode. Okay. Or in that book. So it's a book where they they kill Amos, <gasps> or do they? Uh oh. Who knows? Spoiler. But. <laughs> Yeah, there's just so much story going on. I know we're two episodes. Like, I, I feel like six is like the climax, and then they have like a post climax. I maybe it's just like obviously we we know Venus is finished doing what Venus is doing, so we're right around the corner on finding out what is going on on Venus. Right. And like while I say that that the next episode uh, six of the season immolation is so important, it. Uh, it actually doesn't even get into what's going on on Venus. Like, there's so much crap that happens before we find out what's going on Venus. <laughs> like, and it's yeah, it's just some seriously mind blower stuff. Uh, great. Like, it's it's maybe it's just that it's such a good episode of TV. But you're about to see probably the most what I think is the most important arc of this season kind of come to an end, and that's that's important to me. Right. Um. I guess uh, anything else we need to talk about, or you want to give us the tech specs, and we'll get on out of here. I'll just do the tech specs. I think we covered everything that was going on in this one uh let's see so yeah it was like a season three episode five triple point directed by jeff will written by georgia lee came out may 9th 2018 a little bit of a dip from the last episode with a 0.555 terrible on the ratings there it's not like a huge dip though it was just, you know just a little oh we did actually forget one thing it is a fairly important thing uh-oh it is uh the admiral of the martian ship uh giving the Right. Uh, offering safe passage for any Earth ships in the vicinity that need safety. That's a pretty big deal. In yes. The, in like as far as the global war goes. And I completely forgot about it. Yeah, that's a that's a very big deal. Yeah, we got monsters running around and shit, dude. It's hard to forget or to remember the politics all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she even gave a pretty good speech about uh, there's three things going on in battle. It's like the guy next to you, the politics surrounding it and everything else, I think. Yeah. Just had to throw that in there as a reminder. Yep. We, we get everything tech-wise in there? Yeah, got everything tech-wise in there. So, you know, came out May 9th of uh, 2018. I think it was probably about the only thing I missed, but... That's crazy. 2018. Pretty good stuff. Just a uh, yeah, smack dab, almost in the middle of the of the season, but uh, we're getting close. Yep. So, all right, folks. Well, this has been another episode of Anarchy in Space. Go out and look to the stars. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>